Welcome to the View Askew Street Hockey League podcast. It is June 4th, 2014, and we are coming off the heels of the greatest tournament we've ever had, or at least I've ever been a part of, Brantford, Ontario, at the Walter Gretzky. I'm joined here with, uh, with Jim Edelston of the LA Mings. Hello. Daryl Clark, uh, League Commissioner and View Askew Bulgarian. Hello. And a special guest, Steve Stark of Stark Tunes. Um, Hello. Who many in the View Askew community and, and, and not are familiar with in his work. So, uh, hey, thanks for joining us tonight, man. Totally. Thanks for having me on. Saw your, your thing on Twitter one day and you're like, hey, I want to be interviewed and I want to get into this kind of stuff. So I'm like, fuck, man, I'll interview you. And yeah, man. Like, I had an interview with a guy... It was just like a he wanted just a phone interview, and then he was going to do, go to print afterwards. And uh, like I just completely blanked halfway through it, couldn't fucking remember. And if you read like to print, I'm like leap part of my brain, like I guess because I was I wasn't used to like interviews or whatever, would just like leave parts out, so it would just it looked like a I looked like a serial killer or something trying to speak. It's <laughs> <laughs> one of those interviews that went really well. Oh, totally. <laughs> it, was, it was beautiful. Put his uh, editing master skills in and make it look great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you leave out the part where I'm like, eh, 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 and you, for like 20 minutes. Uh, you okay? And, and just for some context, we're all in different places right now. We're doing this on Skype tonight. I'm in uh, Burlington, Ontario, just outside of Toronto. Jim's in Youngstown, uh, Ohio. Represent. And Daryl's in, uh, <laughs> well, just outside Chicago, Round Lake. Yeah. Round Lake, yeah. And where are you, Steve? I'm in Toronto, Ontario. Oh, I thought you were in Vancouver for some reason. I was before, and then I moved like a couple of years ago. Okay. 2010-ish, oh. yeah. So you totally could have come to our tournament. I, I didn't, for some reason, <laughs> well, I guess it's not on my radar, because I guess Kevin isn't talking about it, but... Right. Yeah, man, like, that's awesome. I could have totally came. Well, next year. Absolutely. Definitely. Next year, we'll get you on a team. I know you're from Canada. I know you're from Calgary. Uh, where'd you grow up? Uh, yeah, basically Calgary for like 24 years, and then like six years in Vancouver, and then since like 2010 here. So faces all over the place. Now here's the real Where'd question: it? Who do you cheer for in the NHL? Who? Yeah. Well, most well, I'd say mostly um, my home Calgary team. Yeah. Just because <laughs> it's where I, where I'm from. Where did you live in Calgary? Uh, northeast. Yeah. D- I Calgary as well. I've lived in Cal. I lived in Calgary most of my life. So, whereabouts? Um, I lived in most in Bonas. Oh, I and lived then, there. And then I, <laughs> and then I lived down by down by the Saddle Dome. When I, oh, I used sweet. to work, I used to work for the Flames, so I lived close to there. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, Daryl and Dave are both Flames fans, so I guess I'm outnumbered. Yeah, you're outnumbered, man. You're the only <laughs> a, the Penguins I, fan. I wouldn't even true. I wouldn't even say. Is that why you have actual Penguins on on your picture? <laughs> no, it it has nothing to do with it. I just picked them because <laughs> okay. they were there. Sweet, sweet. Uh, I wouldn't even say like I'm a huge sports dude in general. Actually, I like kind of rebelled against it for a long time just because I don't know. Everyone liked it. Right. I don't know why. This is like my my teenage years of fuck that because everyone <laughs> likes it. And I don't know. I don't know why I did that, but like, yeah, I really like it when it gets down to like cup time. Even though I completely missed this year, see, so I'm not even really that big of a sports guy, but I do get into it from time to time. And um, yeah, so you do. You're an animator. You have your own animation company, or you're your own shop, or do you have other people working for you? I guess is my first question. Uh, 
Uh, I do at this time. No, just me. Just yourself. Just me okay. do, yeah, just me doing it myself. But uh, during uh, during the movie, I had like up to about seven people all together for like one month. It was pretty intense. Just trying to get it done. Get all get all the, the drawing uh, done. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> we had like a quick, like a hard release date for. Um, originally, it was going to be March, and then I just like this is not possible. I just saw it in front of me, and like I had like maybe four months of work, and I was just left like to go. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, uh, can we do like like four twenty? Like four twenty? Does that sound <laughs> weed? Sound good? One yeah, more month? yeah. And then and can I bring on like uh, this many more people? And they were like, totally. So it saved. They saved my ass because. Bringing on all those people just helped it just mow right through. Right on. So I know you know recently you you were working on the Jay and Silent Bob super groovy cartoon movie, yeah. uh, which I'm sorry to say I haven't seen yet. It hasn't. Um, I haven't been able to like get it or get to a theater. I guess. It, and wh- where was it shown? I know there was a huge tour, but what's the right. future of that movie? Yeah. Um, well, right now it's on iTunes, and I think they said around September comes netflix and stuff so if you have netflix or any of those i'm i think maybe more than netflix but if not then netflix check it out i gotta get on i gotta get on to um onto itunes and get that oh yeah yeah i i actually don't even have a copy of it yet (laughs) well i have a copy but it has like the time code on it i don't have the actual like pristine like sweet you know what i mean Right. So recently, so you've got the bootleg copy that everybody else like. <laughs> you know, yeah, when they're the Hollywood, the Hollywood movies, the screeners, and <laughs> for the personal eyes of Steve Stark only. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just, I'm totally busted. It wasn't me. So uh, I know you worked closely with Jason Mewes on that movie. Yeah. What was that like? That was awesome. Like, uh, he's super, like, super business oriented. Just comes like comes at you with all the uh all that he needs done and like it's like uh it, it was great and then there's still like got to hang out with them and joke around with them and so how did it work did he fly up to toronto for a while or did you go down there to la uh basically just phone calls for the most part and then like when they'd come up here for like uh fan expo or whatever um or like any shows up here we'd have a meeting and stuff in person but pretty much all the whole movie, even like uh, people who were working for me weren't in Toronto. So it was like through Dropbox, basically. So there was one guy working in Winnipeg and then a girl working in Vancouver. And then she she went on maternity leave. And there was a guy all the way from, where is he from? Fucking South America. Hmm. Right yeah. So I, I don't know a lot about animation. I'm hoping you can tell me right. a bit more about it. But um, like... You have a certain style. You have a certain look to your work, at least the work right. you do with like Smod Co. and and the Kevin Smith cartoons and things like that. But it seems to be yeah. your you that style kind of carries through to all your work, right? Yeah, yeah. So how do you tra- just, do? You just say like to the art, other artists, like draw it like me, or is there like a process there? Or I threaten them. You threaten them. You say, do it the way I tell you. Yeah. <laughs> He's got some muscle. I send someone to their house with pictures of the kids or something. No. um... Basically, yeah, you just, like, uh, I do a test first, like, uh, a simple test to, like, here's Jay, and, like, uh, the positions that were open for the movie were ba- were cleanup, which is, if you don't know, uh, basically I'll do the rough drawing first, and uh, the rough drawing is kind of, like, scratchy. So you can see, like, images on the internet of probably what a rough drawing is, like a scratchy, but you see what's there, but, but it's, it's, like, still, like, not quite 
perfect, and then the person would go over top of that with the black line and color it all in. So that was what cleanup was, and uh, basically I sent a test and see see who did the best and got to hire him that way. So since you used the word position, how many times at Muse have you drawn in awkward positions? <laughs> I've drawn Muse's ass like, <laughs> so many times now. Even for even doing like the Jay and Bob like DVD stuff of um, like uh, Go Irish or the Australian one, mm-hmm. uh, just like uh, the one where he's on the toilet and he's completely naked and his ass is hanging out. <laughs> so tell me about uh, I know I think I kind of vaguely know the story of how you got involved with um, doing the, the the Kevin Smith cartoons. You're a fan, right? Oh, absolutely. All right, and when, when did you get into the whole Kevin thing? The whole uh, View Askew universe and just growing up watching the movies? Right, right. Well, yeah, my, the first time I ever got the movie was, or the first movie I ever saw was Jane Silent Bob's Strike Back. So I got that for Christmas one year. So basically I uh, just, um, sorry, I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> So I got I got the movie one year and uh, I loved it, man. That's one of my favorite movies still, like comedies. And um, from there, uh, I actually didn't know that all that there was all the movies beforehand, and uh, I ended up discovering those way later. See, like in Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, they're making all these references to the other movies. Yeah, yeah. So you must which be I, like lost a which, bit. Which I get now. Which actually, not really in. I get them now, like the pieces, but like if you watch, like say, like Monty Python's Holy Grail, where like there's two Ben Afflecks for some reason, and there's two like you know, like stuff like that, where like uh, in Holy Grail you have like John Cleese is a French guy screaming down to John Cleese, like as is as like the knight. So that, that kind of just all worked for me because I've already seen stuff like that before. You know what I mean? Even though I didn't understand what it was, it still still played great for me. Yeah, no, that, like I saw the, that one before. I think I saw Clerks and maybe I think Clerks was the only one I hadn't seen at that point. So the whole oh, like okay. first ten minutes of the movie, I'm a little <laughs> bit lost, and then <laughs> right. the rest of it was awesome. But you know, now we we we're all like into this community where we're super into the movies, and we're in this hockey league that is all themed around it, and that, it was all started by Kevin, uh, as yeah, yeah, as you know. And then you just you were an animator and you did a, like a fan piece, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, basically, just one day at work, I started working on a cartoon in free time there and did up the the one where uh, the guy puts the panties in the ice, in the center of the ice for good luck for Team Canada. Yeah, if you remember that one? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, that's the first one you ever did. Yeah, that's the first one I did, and then uh, that one actually got me a shout out. And then on a Smodcast, and they were like, do more. So then I was like, holy shit. So I was actually on EI at the time, too, <laughs> in, between, uh, in between projects at, like, studios. Right. I get, like, a two, two months wait before I got to work again. So then I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to work on the next one. And worked on Aquatic Justice and got right. that out. Where's the other Aquaman. one? The one with, uh, yeah, Aquatic Justice, the Aquaman one, which was what, yeah, the one yeah. uh, Kevin went to. I think he pitched it to somebody, right? Yeah, yeah. I heard that on the, the podcast where Scott went to Cartoon Network. Right. And they were they wanted, like, oh, what if you put, like, 
like they wanted to put it in like some kind of episodic weirdness where it's like <laughs> uh fucking aquaman's in there every fucking like who know what the fuck would aquaman be doing every episode <laughs> and kevin's like i don't sense. own aquaman I can't <laughs> yeah, yeah. right how, how long was it or or what was it like uh i guess getting the message the direct message that, you know first contact directly to you saying hey we need to talk oh that was fucking crazy man like I was on the phone with my friend, and I just like, like fucking flipped out because I was just like mindlessly checking Twitter as I do, and then I looked and saw that there was a direct message, and I said like, uh, basically like, I need to get a hold of you on behalf of Kevin Smith, and for some reason I took that as like, at first my first <laughs> initial thing was like, maybe I'm fucking, maybe they're mad because I use their audio, but maybe I'm getting sense. sued. Yeah, like, uh oh. <laughs> But it uh, ended up being good, and he, uh, my producer at the time, Ken Plume, called me up, and he was like, well, not producer yet at that time, but he was like, how much would you do it for, and uh, how long could they be, and could you do like one a month? And and luckily enough, I, I did those first two as limited animation, not like full animation with like tons of drawings. Otherwise, Right, because I remember the early ones, like the backgrounds are kind of still. Yeah, yeah. And then you, yeah. you're kind of layering on top of that, sort of with transparencies. Right, right. I know a little bit about animation, like, you know, as much as the next person, but, I, you know, I'm not as technical. Right, right. So you already know more than me. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, it's just not like there's about a month's work not in those limited animation cartoons, basically, to make it look like TV quality or whatever. Right. So it would take another month to put in all the drawings. So luckily, they were like, it looks great. This is how it is. And. Let's do it. So I can actually put one out a month and then keep, you know, keep people interested. So like, you know, one a month and they're about what, like between under 10 minutes for sure. Yeah, they're like, it was like between three and five minutes. And that yeah. takes a month? Yeah, yeah, it does. Okay. It, like By intense. yourself? Yeah, yeah, all by myself. <clears throat> and then what, what is, uh, after you compile it or, you know, get everything together, I'm, I'm an IT guy, I guess. So what, what? Right ends up the file size for you know three to five minutes it ends up being like around four to seven gigs wow <laughs> yeah like intense just to keep it like if you're doing hd yeah you know, was, 1920 1080 yeah i was gonna ask what uh if that was what resolution that would be at first so. i wasn't doing it that way because i didn't even know how to do it yet but i kind of learned as i went how to do how to export to hd and all that the first day, I, my mind was like blown by the fact that it fucking like seven gigs on my hard drive. Like holy shit! And my <laughs> computer could, couldn't even play them back because they were right. so so heavy. So yeah, you get the frames and skipping and everything like that. Yeah, yeah, or just holds on one frame. Like what? Classic. So what? What brought you? I guess to the style. Or I guess let's ask before that even. What? Obviously, you're you're a creative person. What brought you in into not just doing art but specifically animation right uh i guess well i've been drawn since i was a kid like i have like a picture of like et i was i remember i was obsessed with et for some reason as a child like drawing stickman ets uh so i I was always drawing and uh people always like i guess i got like you know like a pat on the head for it or something because you tend to like keep doing what people like oh good job and i really love doing it and drawing dinosaurs and all that shit and um, eventually, I, I was doing my own like comic books, like, uh, and then that evolved into 
like kind of trying to do my version of animation because I didn't think or like how do you do it? People just do it on TV. Like there's no you can't just go to a store and like oh I like to do animation please. You know what I mean? Right. I, I would just do like comics with like do you remember like the old books that were like read along and if you hear this noise like yeah you fucking hey. change the page. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so basically I made like three or four comics like that where it's like. You you could you could read along with what's happening and you're getting the exact like like reading you know it's just as animation would be only it's like still frame and then eventually I saw in a uh, in a newspaper like learn at, like simple animation at this place in Calgary called Quick Draw Animation Society and I was like fucking yes and I fucking <laughs> just went into it and uh, yeah I learned the very basics and went from there to Vancouver Film School and then actually got a diploma and. Did the whole year long thing and oh Kevin and learned. Scott's uh, that's where they went that's where they met yeah yeah which is crazy <clears throat> but I, I didn't know that at all at the time it just worked out that way yeah and then you just start do you do anything else on the side or are you are you um, or is this your full time gig or is at, at at this moment this is my full time gig and I actually am doing like some independent cartoons also um, well my own stuff and like other people's who are commissioning me. And, but I have worked at a few studios in the past on like kids cartoons and such. And I guess yeah. what 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 is it you really want to do next? Like what's uh, do you, what what are your long term goals? Oh, uh, I'd love to have my own like. <clears throat> excuse me, <laughs> I was burping. <laughs> I'd love to have my own uh, TV show, man. Like that'd be amazing. Like like something some, something like a skit show, so I could just kind of riff off any idea. Something like and, a short, like uh, those fifteen-minute things, or something that kind of play between yeah. shows. Yeah, something like that, or even like, uh, like where it's like Monty Python, where you just like you don't have to really worry about. You just go skit by skit by skit by skit. I guess Robot Chicken does that too. Same kind of thing. Uh, love to make an, a sequel to Groovy Movie. Yeah, right. which is which is being written, and yeah. So what? what um, then I guess since you you know decided that animation was your your form of art right how did how did you come up with your style art like what influenced you to get to specifically like i mean i can look at something right now like if it if it was not on kevin's webpage or whatever and look at right. it and be like that's a start tune you know oh, you, you already have your brand i mean that that <laughs> itself is you know amazing so what 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 was the evolution to get to you know your brand that you know people recognize right. that it's yours um, basically, it would be like a, a huge influence on me was Ren and Stimpy. And right. uh, like the f- first time seeing that, I still remember like my sister calling me upstairs, which was weird because as as a teenager, she was like kind of a bitch <laughs> to me. <laughs> so it's, it's fucking because I was a younger like brother. So it's weird that she would call me up and like, because we weren't really hanging out at that time, but she did. She was like, call me, like, Steve, you have to come see this. And I was just like, what the fuck? So I go upstairs and it's like Ren and Stimpy, the baby episode. I can still remember it because it was like, it was so different from anything. Like there's like Flintstones was on still in reruns and, you know, stuff like that. But you never saw anything like that. That was actually funny, especially at the time, like 90s. I can't remember anything. Like I remember, that, like Rocco's Modern World had a very oh, right. similar yeah. style to it. Um, yeah, kind of cruder, kind of like not not cruder in the in the drawing, but just kind of everything kind of always looked kind of raw, like the style right. of, of the art. 
yeah, yeah. hairs popping out and kind of looking yeah. like they just fell out of bed and totally yeah is that in beavis and butthead that was a huge influence i would draw i actually drew comics of both like ren and stimpy i did like that's kind of where the style got sunken into me i guess of both because i draw comics of them i still have them today of like the first one I did was like Ren Fiction in grade nine. I have them all like written like the years and stuff, which is pretty cool. But uh, just to look back on, and like Terminator Two, I did a Ren and Stimpy one of, and Star Wars, and all different kinds. And Beavis and Butthead, I did like a Jurassic Park Beavis and Butthead. So like all that's probably kind of meshed together. That and whatever original original kind of my own drawing stuff is all fused together to make the mutant Star Tune. Thing. <laughs> right. And yeah. what's uh can I ask another question? The name mm-hmm. um Steve Deuce Stark, where does that come from? <laughs> you saw <laughs> that did you see that on IMDb? Yeah, yeah, I saw that on IMDb. <laughs> that was back in two thousand eight. It's a fucking funny story. Uh I don't think I've ever told that story. We have an exclusive <laughs> Yeah. This is your origin. <laughs> origin story. <laughs> it, it my buddy, my best friend at the time. Uh, out in Vancouver, uh, he gave me that nickname after one time I had diarrhea at work and had to go home. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like this is it was like a fucked up situation where I was working at a cactus club, which is like uh, you know like a restaurant. I don't know if they have them out here. I don't think they have them out here in the east, but it's on the on the west coast. It's like a you know like a a fucking what do you call it? A neurals or a Oh, okay. Oh, like just like a like, like a like a restaurant. Um, yeah, yeah. A restaurant bar, like kind of upper scale, yeah. like milestones. Totally, where it looks like, like all the girls are wearing like black dresses and you know. Yeah, the same they're way. all models and yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So that was what was happening at the fucking time. So like, I go down. St- I first I run, I run to the like customer bathroom and it's fucking. There's a there for some reason in that location it was like a lock bathroom and there was like a lineup of people. So I was like, I'm fucked. So I run downstairs and it was shift change and there's like every at the time I was single <laughs> and every fucking hot girl that was working there like was there down at like waiting to come on like about to have their little meeting and the only bathroom they had down there there was like this really smoking hot girl was there like doing her hair in and like what am I gonna do like kick her out get the fuck out like and like start like <laughs> shitting violently and like the, also that that fucking the door downstairs had this like huge like weird gap on the bottom so I know that no matter what the fuck happened in there this nasty fucking smell would have come out and that would have like <laughs> ruined me man so I remember running all the way upstairs going up to my boss and being like for some reason he told me he shits in like this other restaurant across the way and there's some, <laughs> <laughs> there's some secret passage to get there and i was just like fucking like i just busted in the room and he was in the middle of a conversation and i was just like you bro how did the fuck do you get to the washington zephyrallis and he's like what like you're right because i was sweating at this point and barely keeping it together right we've all been there yeah, you know, like that fucking where you're just like, I'm not gonna. There's nothing I could do. It's comic freight train style, and he's like, he's like, okay, just go up the back stairs. It's open. I'm like, fuck it. I just fucking took off, ran up, went up the back stairs of this this place, and like, of all times, like this, I'm in my cook uniform. I have my name tag on and everything. I look all like, like I'm there for something because you know we share every restaurant. So he's like. The, the the as soon as I'm running in, I see that there's the bathroom there to the right, and the manager sees me. He's like, "Oh, hey, man!" I'm like, "Hey!" And I fucking just bust into his bathroom, <laughs> and I fucking 
knock him over out. in the way. Yeah, I was like, get the fuck out of here. I fucking go in there and just like pretty much black out and just unleash and it's foul and disgusting. But this is one memory I'll always have for the rest of my life, which is so fucking funny to me. But I remember looking through the crack because I didn't really look around my surroundings. I just kind of like had to do what I had to do. And I looked through the crack of the door, like of the, um, like, you know, like the stall door. And the dude was at the fucking urinal, like dry heaving, which fucking makes me fucking laugh so hard (laughs) to this day (laughs) that I did that to somebody. And the guy, that guy, who was, who know what that guy's fucking night was like? Maybe he's on a date. <laughs> maybe he's fucking <laughs> like he's there to have some good times, have some food, and he sees a cook, which maybe he didn't notice. Like maybe it could have been from that kitchen, just like ruin his night. So yeah. and then the nickname, who gave it to you? <laughs> yeah, that was my buddy, uh, who's actually in that movie Turducken. If you see, he's in the same listings. He used to do my voices for me. His name's Granger, and he was just like. Ah, oh, dude, your fucking name is Deuce from now on. <laughs> and I was like, fuck you, as I'm fucking leaving, going home. But, yeah. It stuck. Yeah, there it was. And every time everyone else would ask me, I would never tell the real story. But there it is. There it is. Because <laughs> no one's asked me. Yeah. But one, of, <clears throat> one of the guys we play with, Dylan, he, he likes a good poop. So I'm sure uh, <laughs> he when, likes he, a good... when he listens to this, this will be his favorite part of the the podcast. He likes a good poop. He likes a good puke. Um, all yeah. around. I love I love drawing that stuff because, I, like, like in one of my first cartoons ever, it was about like a superhero that gives that gives a giraffe superpowers by having diarrhea like in the water and it drinks the water, and like becomes superheroic, super duper giraffe. And uh, I always found that funny because I I guess it's like. And in real life, I don't, like, at the time, I don't think it's hilarious at all, like, puking or shitting. It's fucking disgusting. But, like, uh, it's that loss of control, that complete fucking loss of control that's fucking just awesome. Like, you could be the queen, and if fucking you have diarrhea hit you in the middle of a knighting ceremony or something, you're fucked, man. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you gotta go, man. You gotta go. Yeah. Yeah, like, I noticed, like, a lot of times in your... In your um animation like there's like the, the audio track from the, the original smodcast or whatever right. it is you're pulling from and yeah, but, yeah. but you'll you'll like you'll put like little sound effects in like little poop jokes fart jokes <laughs> these kind of things yeah that, totally. that, that kind of give it this extra personality that goes way beyond um what the original like story is or whatever they're they're, they're pitching right sweet sweet good to hear and how yeah, much do you fun. and how much do you get to put on, into that like i guess it's all your creation right but yeah, it seems yeah, like it seems very faithful to what these people look like, what they like the stuff they may hold in their hands on a regular basis. So you're you're clearly like really familiar. Or do they tell you like when you send like a proof through like, hey, can you can you put this shirt on this guy or can you make it look like this? Um only a few like other little things of like like I think during the movie Kevin asked once to to change hostess pie into something else. Dave's fruit and pies? Yes. Yeah. Which is that's, that's from Clerks. Yeah, and, and which now I understand because of all these these fruit pie things that in the comics too, because it's it's basing off comics. Like I got a comic where Hulk is like fucking freaking out over these fruit pies for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking sweet. Now I understand. But yeah, like all I, I get I get so much freedom, which is amazing. And basically, it's like just like I get the, I get the, I pick out a piece of audio, 
I, I do it and I send it off and hope to God that they like it. And so far they have. So that's like, kind of how it's like the stories you want to tell or the thing you want to animate to. Yeah, just like a few times, like you, you could see on Twitter, like when I used to do. Now I'm doing the Smoly Bible, so it's a, it's all waiting till it's released for everyone to see it. But back in the day, uh, Kevin would would be like, "Got it, you got to do that fucking Gremlins one." So of course I'd fucking jump on that. So and sometimes he'll I'll, tell you like, "Hey, this episode's really funny." Like, or, yeah, yeah. I, I like particularly like you know when they sit there and they're talking and you're listening to a pod, and I envision you know in my head what's going on and kind of, uh, yeah. you know, made, you know, once I started seeing your, your, your cartoons and was like, you know, seeing your vision of it, I'm like, you know, obviously everybody must do this. And then <laughs> right. now, so now when I'm listening to them or, or the visions of my head is like, I'm creating my own start tune because it, it, it's all in the form of what you do now, because that's the standard. <laughs> that's awesome. Right? That's awesome. Yeah, basically, yeah. It's it. Um, now I I used to just listen to them, and then I'd have my own version. Then the Star Tunes came, and then now when they tell a story or f- something funny, I'm like, this would make a funny Star Tune, or I could see him doing this or doing that with it. Right. And, and a lot of the times, you're it's exactly what, what I imagined. Like I remember the um, the Star Trek one you did, the Smog Trek oh, yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, that one yeah, especially. Like, you know, you, like it was it was you were kind of like parodying like the original and stuff and all in there, but it was like fucking hilarious because i'm a huge star trek guy yeah yeah i love the movies man like i i used to watch those as a kid so that was like stuff like that is so fucking fun to do and it's <laughs> i feel really lucky that i get to do it because it's like oh fuck i get to fucking so i get to draw like my own versions of leonard nimoy and mccoy when he's <laughs> i'm looking at your version of scotty here <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i fucking love old those. scotty and have you uh have you seen the second part I heard that it was on like uh, substandard cartoons. Of like, the Smog two, Trek? Yeah, there's two. Like, did you see the part where he's on the glass and fucking Spock is dying? Uh, I don't no. think so. No. Yeah, that, I heard that part's in the. Because I remember I, I did the whole season two, and then that that was going to get put on DVD, but now it's getting put into different uh, versions on iTunes. So I was just wondering where ex- I, I heard that it's on that one, the substandard one. Cause yeah, I like that one. I love doing that one. Hmm. And now with uh, the CSMOD channel, is that still where right. your, all your stuff lives? Or, uh, or not exclusively. Is... I know you have your own channel. Right, right, yeah. For my own like personal like stuff, I write and voice or grab other people to voice. Uh, <clears throat> I actually got Muse. Like I, I got nervous, but I was just like, "Fuck, would you do a fucking bad guy voice in one of my cartoons?" He was like, "Totally." <laughs> so that was fucking awesome. Uh, in Seal Man. But yeah, I got my own stuff, and then uh, right now I think they have like a few Smod animations up there for people to check up of all different artists. Like I have, I think I have Smod Trek up there. Maybe PFK, which is like the JFK one with the penises. PFK makes me think of uh, Poulet <clears throat> Fou Kentucky, the French version of KFC. Oh, totally, totally, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. One so good. I I know one that I think like fortunately Jim and myself were able to um attend the 300th smodcast yeah bastards oh sweet yeah so i don't know if you've heard that but i think that would be a great one for you to animate because it's the stories that scott told (coughs) i heard scott was on fire that night is that the one with the bird yes Yes. say the bird story yes 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 (laughs) that's fucking awesome awesome 
Like right yeah. now, I'm doing like um, Bible stories because it's a smally Bible. So it's basically just like some automations, only like anything to do with the Bible. So so basically, I, I I wouldn't be able to do the bird one right now, but I'm sure in the future, if there is something else or like another something like that, I would love to do that one for sure. Yeah, I'd, I'd also love to do like a Forgeticus, like an entire fucking Forgeticus movie of all. Cause they even <laughs> like summed up Harry Potter too, like at the end with the end movie, and they even did a little bit of more like Dirty Harry Potter. Like I'd say, like fucking, I don't know, like ten episodes, maybe more than that. You guys yeah. remember that? Where, the like, Harry Potter stuff was hilarious. I yeah, yeah. Uh, I fucking <laughs> love it so much. Like I, that actually made me like Harry Potter more in real life. <laughs> Which is so fucked up because before I was like, yeah, it's like it's cool, it's a kid movie, and I watch it when I go home. But then now I'm so into it because of it's weird. I gotta agree with you on that. I think I liked Harry Potter more after all those. Yeah, Yeah. and you could also do a a whole scan BC movie, you know, (laughs) because that would be fucking awesome, like a Canadian movie. Yeah, (laughs) get like Gordo in there and fucking the cops scan BC. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That'd be yeah, awesome. So, so not only am I the only non-Calgary uh, Flames fan, I'm also the the only uh, <laughs> non-Canadian. <laughs> well, yeah, Daryl's a Canadian living in, in Chicago. Uh, <laughs> do do people still hear, like, do you guys hear an accent on me? I don't hear any accents whatsoever. Well, I'm Canadian, so no way at all. Um, right, right. Well, I'm from out east, but no. I hear an accent on Jim because he talks like he's from... Somewhere, I don't know, Ohio. America, I guess. America, America. <laughs> America. Yeah. No, you don't. Uh, you don't sound like you have have an accent at all. Right, right, sweet. I got. So, like, I wonder. Uh, like Dave said, I think Dave's got an accent. I, I well, <laughs> joke back and forth, like you know, <laughs> about like ah, oh, you said a boot. He's like, I don't say it. I'm like, you just said it. No, I didn't. <laughs> I find with the fil- uh, so we have the yeah we have this whole hockey league made up of Kevin right. Smith fans. That started up. Um, I guess this is six years ago or five years ago. This we just had our sixth tournament, so fifth That's anniversary. Awesome. Um, and do you know about that? Did you do you remember when Kevin was doing going to Brantford and playing and all that? Oh, totally, totally. I was listening to all the podcasts, and uh, they asked me to do. I don't know if you guys saw them out there. There was like a puck with like Scott and Scott and Kevin and Ke- Scott. Oh was, yeah, like, you screaming. did the. Um the smocky night in canada or whatever yeah that was it yeah, yeah. you did the artwork I ha- for that i have, have one, one right here i have one awesome. right in my hand right now <laughs> that's wicked and it's got the scarlet streaker yeah <laughs> yeah and we, <laughs> scarlet streaker <laughs> and, and and um we have like we have people from all over the place but i find when the with me at least when i get with the yep. the guys from philadelphia then i really notice it uh, particularly the McCutcheon brothers, for some reason. Like the, their accents, or yeah, well, they notice my accent. I notice their gotcha. accent. Right, right. Like especially words, anything with an O and a U in it, usually like house, and then and then the Philly guys go hoose, and I'm like, why is it a hoose? <laughs> what the hell's a hoose? It's like you can't even understand each other. Yeah. Well, we get it, but we just we're constantly making fun of each other, so we don't get to right, discuss right. a lot. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we got people from all over that come, you know, play hockey. It's uh, it's all skill levels, um, right. all genders. People, you know, it doesn't matter if you played your whole life or if you just this is your first event. And uh, we all get together and we we just party hard and play hockey and That's dress awesome. up fancy. 
I would totally play, even though I, I would totally suck because I don't play sports really. Like I said, it's all it's all skill levels. Like oh. you know, some of us are hockey play, like more regular hockey players, but uh, the majority of us, I'd say, aren't. And right, uh, right. Yeah, yeah. We just play, play for fun, anyways. Like it's they let us play in yeah, our own yeah. division. We play our own division. We don't like when they first used to play in it. It was yeah. it was they used to have to play open teams before I I got into it, which um and then we be, we got big enough to kind of be our own thing. That's awesome. Yeah. So you guys won again, eh? Yeah, two years in a row, baby. Woo! Mall rats. Fuck <laughs> mall rats. There was a chant going around this year. Fuck mall rats. Fuck. <laughs> not guys not ever... just this year. <laughs> <laughs> just, just since inception. Since inception. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you guys have like the the one person? This is what I like. I played soccer in, in like a fun league, and I played uh, volleyball in a fun league with my wife like last year, and like there was this lady. And there's always somebody, but there's, like, this lady behind me who would, like, like, I just, like, I, I haven't played volleyball ever, like, except for, like, for fun occasionally, like, and then, like, if I'd miss the ball, like, I guess she was so fucking into it, she'd be like, Jesus! Like, she would fucking, like, she would not hide it and be like, come on, like, just losing her shit. And I was like, like, she was on your team? Yeah, like, right behind me on my team. But, like, anytime I'd fuck up, it's like, I'm new, lady, like, for one. <laughs> I've had this in soccer, too, where this guy would just get, like, fucking visibly, like, his face would get red. So, like, I don't know if that's just, like, a weird two-time coincidence, but you guys have that in, like, do you see that? I'm trying there? to think who, who would be that personality <laughs> in our in league. No. League, you're like, um, no, I, I, I don't maybe, think Maybe do. Jerry? <laughs> but not really. <laughs> Not really. That's sweet. That's good. No. Jerry Jerry would maybe do it to himself, but I yeah, I can't really think of right. anybody that would you know, in fact, uh, a friend of mine that I work with, she came and she was a goalie for the Mings this year. The right. the rebirth of the Mings. And nice. uh, she said she had such a good time because she's a, a competitive ball hockey goalie that it, she plays all the time. And she said she just had so much fun because, uh, like, a couple of the goals that she let in, she's like, I would have been screamed at and beheaded. And, you know, you guys were like, sorry. <laughs> sorry we didn't catch them in time. And she's like, you know, I would have been screamed at. So, yeah, I'd say we're quite the opposite, you know. Just, exactly. uh, yeah, and we've seen so many people, like Dylan, for example, we came in, didn't, didn't, never really played his whole life. He's a kid from New Jersey. And, uh, and now he's, like, he's running around there. He's stealing the ball off people. He's, he's contributing. It's... It's been really uh, kind of cool to see him progress over the years. It sounds like heaven, yeah. what it sounds and this, like. <laughs> yeah. And this time, this year, for the first time, we had a, like a late edition, but a team that was made up fully of um, people from Brantford that are involved with uh, BHI. Which the the is, Ball Hockey the, the International. B- international. Oh, wow. they're, they're the organizers of the team. And they were... Um, of the tournament, yeah. A co-ed team. And they um, were of all ages. Like, we had girls that were, you know, I think 15, 16. And, right. And they had, like, a couple of their fathers played with them. And they loved it because, like, there wasn't that aggression. There wasn't that, you know, people yelling at you if you missed the ball or somebody <laughs> yeah. went in and scored. And yeah, they just yeah, had that's... such a fun time. And they've written, like, one of the girls, she has a blog. And she's written a couple of blogs since then. And the one she posted today, she said she had like the best time ever. That's you know, awesome. I, well, I was hooked right from the beginning. I, I came in in year three, you know, and it was a great way for me and my friends to come and play hockey, you know, like yeah. um, for me to just be with all the Kevin Smith fans. I wanted to be in it from the, right from the start. 
but I could like all these friends who would never play with me in my in my Burlington ball hockey league stuff, right? Like my more competitive stuff because it's just yeah. it's too fast for them, right? It's just it's it's too much of a transition um, to Stop go off into. of for most people. Yeah. And so they come in with this. They come have a weekend. We just and we just party and and um, and just catch up with so many people. And it's become like this family, this like this Kevin Smith fan family that's, uh, that's really awesome. really unique and special. And nothing else I've ever been a part of has been like it. That's cool, man. Sounds awesome. Yeah. So we just got to figure out which team you're going to play for. Yeah. Mings. Mings. <laughs> <laughs> Does Ming does Ming like throw out support for you guys? Like yeah, and in fact, we're uh, we're gonna go to the Niagara Comic Con here the coming oh, weekend. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll have to send you a picture of what the jersey looks like. This we updated it since uh, we, you know they were re- reborn again, and uh, we have a jersey <laughs> for them. So that's uh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. He he liked it. He liked the statuses, and he um one the one guy from the team, Jody Simpson. He was like, he, I guess he tweeted it to him or something. Right, yep. yeah, it was a tweet. Yeah, and he's and Ming was like, "Oh, I'm so happy you guys are playing for the the Mings, and thanks for representing yeah. me." And I think he gets a kick. I would get a kick out of a team named after oh, me. Oh, totally, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. even this year, Walter. Uh, normally, we present uh, Walter Gretzky with a jersey every year. You know, Daryl started that tradition, and nice. uh, you know he'll hold it up, and you know people take their pictures or whatever. But I think this is the first year, like I ever seen a look on his face, and it might just been because it was really a playoff of the L.A. Kings, L.A. Mings. You know, <laughs> since Wayne played for the Kings, but you know, it just he seemed to really like the jersey and wore it around most of the day. And we signed him the night before. Wow. And Walter walked around most of the day with it on, and people were coming up going, "Can I get a picture? Can I sign the jersey?" So we had all of our signatures on it, and then halfway through the day, you know, you look at them and their signatures all the way down the sleeve and on the back, and <laughs> just all over the place. It was really wow. sweet. That, yeah, that he didn't put the Mallrats one on last year when we gave him that. I mean, can you blame him? Though? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He, he used it to clean his boots afterwards, I think. Like <laughs> He's like, hold on, I got a wipe, and that fucking toilet paper is really scratchy. You're like, whoa, that is offensive. Yeah. He's like, I seen this guy running around this restaurant. Looked like he had to poop. He can use it. <laughs> I didn't know there was brown in your colors, Dave, in your jersey. Give there me this. Go. Just grab it from him. Yep. Yeah, and th- yeah. this year, this year, I don't know if you've heard, Steve, with the. Uh, you know, the 20th anniversary of Clerks, Kevin's trying to put together a weekend celebration in uh, in Red Bank. And part of right. that, we're, we're going to have a small um, ball hockey tournament. That's awesome. Like there? Yeah. Around the yeah. whole, and that's... The, the Kevin and Scott Mosier and a few of the USQ related people all want to play. That's so cool. We're, so I'm helping to organize it for them, and we're gonna have four teams, and one of them's gonna be the Mings, and then the <laughs> yeah, three, for sure. and the three original um, team, three of the four original teams that played in Brantford the first year, the the Bulgarians, the Reapers, and the Zombies. Right, I remember seeing like pictures. So it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a great weekend once we get the final details, and uh, you should. Uh, you should come down. Yeah, when is that again? Did you say? Uh, the date hasn't been finalized. Right. Yeah, I don't know what all the details are yet, but I'm, I'm hoping they're going to do a, maybe a clerk's screening or something like that. Yeah, that's yeah, that's, yeah. What, that's what the plan is, I think, on the Saturday to do a clerk's screening and then do a 
Q&A and podcast afterwards. That would be a great uh, time to see this, the groovy cartoon movie. Oh, yeah, totally. I, I think there may be uh, uh, the, um, some thinking of that. And they're going to be showing, uh, I think, some trailers from, from Tusk and, you know, upcoming, oh, upcoming stuff that Kevin is working on. And then on Sunday, we're also going to do a um, screening of Clerks 2. And nice. then sh- and then show or do a Q and A and live podcast. And I think all through the weekend there's going to be podcasts going on in various locations with uh, different members of the Smodco family. Right. So right. I think it'll, it'll be, be awesome. it'll be a great great weekend. So lots of keep it in mind. Smodco, Smodco yeah. and clerk related festivities. The only thing that would keep me from being there, I guess, would be. Um, we're going to have a baby in, like, July. Oh. So, yeah. <laughs> like, well, take care of that so, for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we could just leave her here, right? Just put her in the in the yard? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. yeah I was going to say, did you find out what you're having? So, obviously, yeah, it's her. Yeah, girl. Yeah, okay. yeah. <coughs> Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry, are you right in Toronto or are you in the, are you in the city? Um, I guess we're in, where are we? I think it's Vaughn, like basically. Oh, you're, you're Vaughn, okay. Wilson, Wilson and Shepherdish area. Right. Yeah. Um, is that two? That's two intersect. That isn't even two intersecting streets, is it? Like, how far are you from Wonderland? <laughs> oh, uh, I can see it. Wilson and Keel, if you know where that is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're right around where we live, and um, obviously Brantford's not too far. For next year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my wife's dad lives up in Bramford, so we're up there quite a bit. Uh, my wife's dad. Yeah. Oh, your wife's dad. Okay. Yeah. Now you got somewhere to stay. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Bramford, 2014, year of the mall rat, or the, the two years of the mall rat, perhaps. What a team we were this year, huh? If you say so. <laughs> Man, I, thir- I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought all yeah. the I thought all the games were were so like competitive and so close and uh, I, this weekend was the most amazing weekend I think we've had as a group and the games you're right the games were a lot of them were one point you know there was a lot of ties which you know ties have happened but not like this year fun you know everybody enjoying themselves the the new jerseys that was uh, great to see all the the work put into those and people wearing them and it was it was fantastic yeah. Basically, well, most teams had a New Jersey this year, right? Uh, I think the only two teams that didn't were the Vag and Zombies, Zombies, which Zombies had a new one last year. Right, so theirs was pretty current. (coughs) Yeah, like, I just thought, we we looked stylish out there, like the bright colors, all the different jerseys. Jim, you did an amazing job getting all those sourced and produced and meticulously cut and everything else. And, uh, yeah, just having Walter Gretzky there. Like, he's been there every year since I've been involved with it. But th- this year it felt different. Like, it felt like he was really, uh, you know, he's over to telling jokes to us. And he's just, he's uh, really getting into it. And, I, you know, it was a really special year. I got to be in that, like, that photo with Crandall on the opening face-off. That was, right. and that wasn't planned. I just kind of got thrown in there. That was, that was so much fun. Yeah, the group definitely really came together this year and, you know, with the you know the clerks coming on last minute, it's the first time we've ever had eight teams. You know, everybody else, just not everyone, but uh, you know, even Crandall was like Sandy was talking about ten teams. Let's do it. You know, everybody was excited. So, 
Um, yeah, then maybe we'll have a Stark Tunes team or something <laughs> down the road. Speaking All of which, Steve's an artist. Yeah. How would you like to work with me on making a jersey? <laughs> totally, man. I'm yeah, down for to, that. I'll have to send you some of the ones I, I've worked with. We could make like a Smodco cartoon show team. Yeah, something, you know, whatever whatever you want to do. But uh, We could all wear, like, mascot uniforms that look like Smodgo cartoon characters. Oh, really yeah, hot. <laughs> Super heavy. But, yeah, that would be awesome. We'll, we'll have to do that and uh, see what you come up with. I, I, I can't draw for shit, so, I mean, I got ideas in my head. and You know, the, especially uh, the guy that I ended up hooking up with now, Jeff Quigley. He, yeah. Uh, he uh, actually did some posters for Kevin. Uh, I think the 200th pod or Smodcast. Uh, he did it in the style gladiator, gladiator style, like 200, and <laughs> uh, just ended up randomly sending an email going, "Hey, dude, I love your artwork. This is what we do. Here's our website." And he got into it and uh, started running with some of the art and and created the the Salsa Sharks jersey and updated a bunch of stuff for us and. Uh, kicked ass so i'll have to i'll have to send you some of the stuff and see what you think and what you want to come up with yeah for sure man that's awesome yeah and, uh, jim talk about your team this year how did you feel about your team it was a brand new team mostly it was like mostly people who never met the mings in general and yeah it, well i guess what's we could kind of tell steve the story since uh you know he hasn't been around so mings were a year two team that were brought in there was the original four and then Mings and employees came in the second year, so uh, it was up Ming to six and badge. Years. Oh, right, the badge. It's a great weird. name. Yeah, few yeah. skew girls. Few skew girls. Perfect. <laughs> girls were, and uh, couldn't get any better than that. So they were a year two team, and uh, were there for two years. And you know, sometimes we struggle with filling the rosters, and ended up being where they didn't. Uh, the team wasn't formed for two years. And we were starting to get players and wanted to fill another team. And everybody felt strongly about, you know, representing Ming and bringing back the Mings themselves. And that being the seventh team again. So I actually played with Dave in the Mall Rats, which is why I give him so much shit about it. <laughs> ah, He defected. He jumped ship to go uh, lead the Mings. I was the only American on the team, and, you know, it just didn't work Yeah, out. you were my token American. I had no Americans. This is the first year that there was no Americans on the cup-winning team. Yeah, in fact, they, they went to go take a team picture, and I threw my ball rats jersey and ran over behind them. And <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that, that was fun. But, yeah, uh, so the Bings did come back this year, and uh, it, it just the way the team came together, I couldn't ask for anything better. Um Went up curling with uh, Dave and his brother and met one of the guys that's on the team. And everybody I talk to, I'm like, you know, if Kevin Smith comes up or hockey or whatever, I'm like, do you play? Do you want to? You know, and trying to get people to come with us, especially, you know, the people that would fit in great. Uh, and got Chris to come on board. Chris brought a friend. You know, I brought uh, two friends from work, Suzanne and Roy. And uh, Roy brought a friend of his. And, and you met Amanda Dowell. <laughs> right, Amanda got a couple people that she knew, a couple people you guys knew. Uh, Dave Tilly, OG Ming came back. Yeah, it just it really came together, man. It was so as much as uh, it it felt weird. Like I, I'm not gonna lie, it felt weird at first because I played with Dave since I came into the league, and right. uh, you know, leaving and wearing a different jersey and and being with all new team members. It, but I got over it real quick. Everybody is <laughs> fucking awesome. We had awesome. so much fun, and 
everybody seemed to enjoy themselves. They've all told me, you know, they're all coming back, so hopefully I don't have to scramble for any new team members next year. But uh, I, I couldn't ask for anything better. We had so much fucking fun. That's awesome. How about you guys, Daryl Vulgarians? Daryl? Oh. Uh, he might have fell asleep. He's kind of old. <laughs> he, he, he is a Vulgarian. Hold on, I'm still. I just had to make. A, I'm on a call. Another oh, call, so sorry about that, man. Put you on the spot. What did you say? I was I asking you, you about you know, how was your year, like as a player, and your team, the Vulgarians, and what was that like, and how did you guys feel the year went for you guys? It went good, I think. <clears throat> um, you know, we lost to the hated Mall Rats. Yeah, well, sorry about that. Yeah. It was, but it was it was a great game. I think, um, you know, we um, it was close. You know, four three, going in late into the game, they scored a goal with uh, less than two minutes left. And yeah, that kind of sealed it. But <clears throat> I thought that was one of the best games ever that yeah, I me too. that I've played I in the Brantford tournament because yeah. it was just like it was two teams going back and forth, back and forth, shoot, shoot, shoot. You know, uh, and and both of the goalies, McCutcheon and Wilson, kept both teams in it for like, I the de the first half for sure. Like it yeah. could have easily been a blowout for either side, um, it, you know, if the goalies hadn't stepped up. Yeah, I thought they both played great. And that's what yeah, I that, that's that's the when I have the most fun is when I have like a really close game like that. Like the game we had with the Reapers later on in the tournament um, was four three, and we always have one goal games with those guys. It's always yes. so. It's always so close with the with the Reapers, and you know every, we only see a lot of these people us, once a year, right? So it's just fun to kind of re relive that every year. Yeah, and it's um, it shows the difference, you know, between playing on the big rank and on the small rank. You know, you guys beat us on the big rank five three. You beat the Reapers four three on the small rank. We mm -hmm. beat the Reapers nine two on the small rank. Yeah, so, so we haven't played on the small rank in uh, it's two a years, difference. right? It's a, just a different style, and I think our team is built more to be, you know, on the smaller rank, that more position playing and being able to move. You know, you don't have to be super fast. Right. The big rink, just, the big rink, if you're fast, it helps. Yeah, and that's what, you know, you guys had some super fast guys there that just, you know, had that extra step on some of our guys that... On the smaller rink, you don't have that. It's not as much of a factor because you're always bumping into somebody else, right? And yeah, and you can use your your hockey sense and your positioning to um, to be able to be where you need to be to break up a play or make a play. So, but overall, I think as you both have said previously, that I think this is the best of the six tournaments we've played in. You know, competition wise and um, just the all-round feeling at the tournament for us. I just thought it was a a great time for everyone. Good vibes. You know, we had teams, two teams that were undefeated. The Zombies played great. You yeah. know, they were three zero and one. You guys played great. Undefeated, you know? baby. Yeah. So you guys got to enjoy it while you can because it's not going to last forever. <laughs> no. But <laughs> you know, we're talking. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We're coming. We're coming. We'll, we'll be there next year, baby. Well, you'll be there, but you'll more than likely lose oh. to us. But hey, that's just yeah. 
And for my team, like I, my like most of my guys were returning, uh, except we had Court, um, who is and and Ashley, my girlfriend, who played, uh, and Jillian, who who had played with us previously, as, and, and joined our roster this year. It was it was friggin' awesome, you know. Like the team this year compared to last year, we were just so much more. Um, I think relaxed about it. Like we were just like playing the hockey and just having fun with it and, 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 and playing. It was good, you know, and, and to watch guys like uh, Cord who's never played hockey in his life to, well, barely, yeah. to watch him run around and make and score goals and everything else, like, I was, like, was, I was friggin' impressed. And, that, and yeah, that's, has, that's the stuff played. I love to see. And Ashley, too. Ashley, like, last year she, she said, oh, I want to play. And I was like, I've never seen you play. I don't know, I don't know what to expect. Um, Mostly because I know she can't really throw baseball because she was in a car accident a couple years ago. So I was like, if she can't really play baseball, I don't know if she'll be able to um, play hockey. But she she's a demon out there. Yeah, she was awesome. She, yeah. uh, she was always there trying to make a play, digging in the corners, being in front of the net. Mm-hmm. You know, she was... She was impressive. That's uh, that's what I always like to see. Like it's you know the guys who come in who were already kind of good when they showed up or like they already kind of know what they're doing. I love seeing them do their thing too. But it's always the new people who really stand out that uh, is something special. And like guys like it, Chris Seymour and and these people, you know. In case you haven't realized yet, Steve Daryl's the resident shit talker of the group too. <laughs> I don't. I don't really uh, know what you guys are talking about. Yeah, he just he just says facts. <laughs> he tells me. There, there's uh, one of the guys we play with, Michael Hoffman. He uh, he started the Hoff Awards, and uh, they've kind of evolved from what they started as last year, from like best injury MVP. You know, just having oh, nice. fun with it. And uh, I think there was like 18 awards this year, with uh, you know each each team having their MVP to you know. Uh, different things that he had had created, and one of the the ones that he made this year was the uh, the Daryl Clark uh, shit talking memorial. No, no, no the Daryl so. Clark memorial <laughs> shit. Yeah, that's awesome. So, Did he even get like a little trophy? Oh, he goes. He, he does it all. <clears throat> yeah, he creates it all. <laughs> yeah, I'm still flying high from it. It just was so much fun, man. So, sir, I, I hope you've enjoyed hearing about how fun our weekend was. But I, I hope oh, that man. it. Um, you guys back? I'm back. I got dropped off. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You're, you're back. I think he said he's got to drop oh, off. Oh, he's got to drop off. Okay, see you, Daryl. Who's got to drop off? You. Oh, I thought you said you had to drop. No, no, I said I dropped off. Okay. Were, we already knew that. No, no, when you guys were talking about, <laughs> about my, my, the call drop, so I didn't hear what you said. <laughs> oh, okay. I was just telling him about the Hoff Awards and how you had your own your own Hoff Award this year, the the Daryl Clark Memorial Shit Talker Award. Yeah. Except you're not dead. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so there, all the awards are fun like that. So Yeah, funny names, funny... Yeah, just just good times. Right. Yeah, it was time. So think about it, for sure. And um, I hope it's... It's, uh, it's, interest, it's piqued your interest, but regardless, man, it's been, it's been awesome talking to you. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm a huge I'm a huge fan. And, <laughs> thanks, uh, man. Yeah, I sent you a message on Facebook just to start tunes. Oh, really? So, if you get a chance, uh, reach reach out to me when you when you have time. Uh sometimes I I guess it doesn't send me emails that those are get get too much. So, I'll check it out, man, for sure. Okay. Yeah, Great. yeah. Okay. And if you ever want to do another podcast, uh, 
you're always welcome. Sweet, man. All For right. sure. I'll uh, maybe I'll do one when uh, Smoley comes out. Do do like the rounds. Yeah, they do. Yeah, hit, hit the media. <laughs> do the rounds. Yeah. USQ yeah, Street Hockey League. We're not necessarily huge, but we're a sizable Kevin Smith audience. It's definitely somewhere mm. you want to go. Yeah, dude, I, was, I was just gonna say anything you want to get out there and talk about too. The uh, you know we'll get in front of our group. Sweet. Yeah. So far, just Smoley. Nothing. Nothing else really rocking right now. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> all right. Well, hey, for uh, all of us here at the VSQ Street Hockey League, uh, this has been the post Brantford podcast slash interview with Steve Stark. And uh, until August, Cle- or sorry, I keep saying Cleveland, but it's New Jersey. August, New Jersey, once the date gets settled and we have the Clerks Con, we'll all be, uh, all be heading there and <clears throat> probably doing a podcast from there next. Anyway, I'm Dave Mater, Eden Prairie Mallrats. Fucking Mallrats, Jim Edelston. <laughs> uh, Daryl Clark from the Bulgarian. And all right, I got to rep the Mings. Yeah, I'm from Jim Edelston, LA Mings. <laughs> and thanks to Steve Stark. Yeah, thank thanks. you, Steve. Thanks for having me. Great, right, man. We'll, care, man. we'll talk to you later. We'll do. Bye. Later. See ya. Bye. Bye. Hello out there. We're on the air. It's hockey night tonight. Tension grows. The whistle blows. And the puck goes down the ice. The goalie jumps. And the players bump. And the fans all go insane. Someone roars. Bobby scores at the good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. Second period, where players dash with skates of flash, the home team trails behind. But they grab the puck and go bursting up, and they're down across the line. They storm the crease like bumblebees, they travel like a burning flame. We see them slide the puck inside, it's a 1-1 hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. Third period, last game in the playoffs, too. Oh, take me where the hockey players face off down the rink. And the Stanley Cup is all filled up for the champs who win the drink. Now the final flick of a hockey stick and a one gigantic scream. The puck is in, the home team wins the good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game.